to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the National Football League. Your Carolina Panthers will be trying to level their record at 2-2 two and two Sunday at the Houston Texans. We will discuss that game, that franchise, that coach, that quarterback, Kyle Allen, in once again from the injured Cam Newton. Did you know that Ron Rivera of your Panthers in Vegas right now is listed third as the most likely NFL head coach to leave his post next? Meaning willingly or unwillingly, Jay Gruden of Washington is number one and by a lot. <laughs> but Ron Rivera is third. That is higher than I think most would think given his nine-year body of work. You can chime in on that question of the day if you like. Should Ron Rivera, after three games without his star quarterback for two of them, or one of them, that was the one he won, but really with a less than full, ready-to-go Cam Newton, should Ron Rivera, after three games, be on the hot seat? I don't think so. End of the season, all bets are off. I might be right there with David Tepper ready to make a change, but let the song play for crying out loud. You might be two and two if you can beat Deshaun Watson and the Texans. We'll get into some college football. Here's my question for fans of that sport, especially those locally. We have a lot of good seasons worth following. Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers in the national picture. Dabo, our guest Monday. If you missed it live, find it at accsports.com or at our podcasts at David Glenn Show on Twitter and otherwise. That, of course, will be worth following all year long. Our neighbors to the south, the four straight ACC champion Clemson Tigers. Dabo on Monday. Mac Brown dropped by recently. Those two go head-to-head. -head, and, of course, the Tar Heels are the underdog. We have App State still undefeated, like Clemson, like 4-0 Wake Forest. The Deeks head to Boston College. They are favored over a BC team that has stumbled a bit this year. Might be the best Wake team since they won the ACC title in 2006 under Jim Grobe. We'll see if our preseason forecasts continue to be on the mark along those lines. Undefeated Tigers, undefeated Deacons, undefeated Mountaineers. We're headed to Boone with the Big Tailgate Tour this Saturday. More on that a little bit later. We have a new location to announce, given that there's a whole lot of construction next to Kid Brewer Stadium. And where we have been the last five years, I believe, is buried under heavy equipment. It's not available for our Tailgate Tour purposes. So more on those details a little bit later in today's program. But beyond the three undefeated teams that I mentioned here from the Carolinas, plural. You have NC State going to Florida State in an important game on Saturday night. You have Duke going to Virginia Tech for an important game on Friday night. And you have the Tar Heels hosting Clemson. They are a huge underdog against the number one team in the nation. But, so you're saying there's a chance, who knows? Last time Clemson went to Chapel Hill was nine years ago, and the Tar Heels actually won that football game. Clemson basketball still has never won a game in Chapel Hill. Now, that won't matter on Saturday when the Tigers have a lot more talent on the field than the Tar Heels do. But my question for you is, which of the underdogs has the best chance of winning? I looked it up just to be sure, and the Wolfpack is an underdog at Florida State. 
Duke is an underdog at Virginia Tech. Carolina is an underdog, obviously, by 20-plus points against the Clemson Tigers. Which of those three has the best shot to spring an upset? We'll get into those details during the course of today's show with your help at 1-800-849-2761. Duke and State would be smaller upsets, but the line in Vegas does favor the home Hokies and the home Seminoles even though Florida State has struggled out of the gate. Remember, State's only road trip was a, de- a debacle in the end. 44-27, the loss to a West Virginia team that had struggled prior to the Wolfpack's arrival. They turned their season around. The Mountaineers did with a win. The Wolfpack kind of came crashing back to earth. After three home wins against clearly inferior opposition, the Wolfpack has to go on the road again. How will they handle it? There's pressure on Willie Taggart at Florida State, there's a different kind of pressure on the Wolfpack. If you want to have a special season, you got to be able to show that you can win on the road. And Florida State is not vintage Florida State. We all know that from their stumbles out of the gate. More on those games and the rest of college football during the course of today's program as well. We have special guests throughout. How's this for cool? David Cutcliffe of Duke joins us weekly. We have shifted his day because the schedule makers shifted his game day. Usually you play on Saturday. He joins us Thursday. The Devils visit Blacksburg and the Virginia Tech Hokies on Friday. So we're bumping up Coach Cut on life sports football and his Blue Devils to hour number three on today's program. Greg McElroy of ESPN, the former national champion winning quarterback for the Alabama Crimson Tide of Nick Saban. He will drop by third hour for more college football. He's actually part of the ABC broadcast that will have Clemson at Carolina on Saturday afternoon at 3.30. So Greg McElroy and David Cutcliffe, third hour. How's this for cool? This hour, we're going to get a guy who once took a $6,000 loan and turned it into a multi-billion dollar empire. It took a while, just to be clear. But the current owner of the Houston Rockets... He just said goodbye to Chris Paul. He just said hello to Russell Westbrook. He has, other than the Golden State Warriors, the most successful, consistently successful franchise in the NBA right now. Still has James Harden. It's going to be fun to watch the Rockets this coming year. Tillman Fertitta grew up in the Houston area. Now, it's one thing to imagine being a billionaire. That's fun. That sounds like a really good gig if <laughs> yes. you can get it, right? Darren Vaught, the producer of this program, chiming in throughout today's program. Intern Will, representing with distinction William Peace University, will be the first voice that you hear if you jump in on any of today's topics, NFL, college football. I'm even going to get into some college basketball today. Practice has begun, and there's actually news worth following at Duke and Carolina and State and Wake. Mostly on the court stuff, but with the Wolfpack and its ongoing NCAA case, there was a News and Observer article that included some interesting details about what Dennis Smith Jr. said and didn't say to Wolfpack officials when he was interviewed a while back. Good work by Joe Giglio and company with the News and Observer to request those records and make them public. More on that story and more on the Wolfpack on the court. Kevin Keats, of course, didn't have anything to do with those shenanigans of the Mark Gottfried Orlando early era. We'll talk on the court and a little bit off the court in college basketball. We'll also get to some hockey, your questions, your comments. Veteran defenseman Justin Falk was traded away yesterday to the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues. They do get a veteran defenseman in return. Similar age, Joel Edmondson, different style of play, penalty killer, big dude, Justin Falk, more of that power play guy, offensive-minded. The Canes roster is not finalized, 
but it is taking shape, I think you would say. And they're actually, believe it or not, at the salary cap. So folks are wondering, well, wait a minute. The Canes are almost never at the salary cap. But it's kind of cool that Tom Dundon's willing to spend that way. That's a reflection of his passion and dedication. Tillman Fertitta is in pinching pennies with the Houston Rockets, right? You might have seen him as the star of his own reality TV show, Billion Dollar Buyer on CNBC. Tillman's going to join us in about 20 minutes. Fascinating person. Again, not only a billionaire, he bought the team that he grew up rooting for. I mean, come on. Not even Tom Dundon bought the team he grew up rooting for. He's from Texas. He bought the Canes. David Tepper didn't grow up rooting for the Panthers. He's from the North. He bought the Panthers. It's cool either way. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to be a billionaire, and I'd like to own a professional sports team. Uh, But it's extra cool to do all of those and be the star of your own reality TV show. Tillman Fertitta, owner of the Houston Rockets. He also is a multi-billion dollar owner of a restaurant and hospitality company called Landry's that owns more than 600 properties in 36 different states and more than 15 foreign countries. That's, that's also pretty cool as we look forward to Tillman Fertitta dropping by in about 15 or so minutes. You don't want to miss this guy. He has a new book that is described as the ultimate wake-up call for most entrepreneurs who need to kickstart their success. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about sports as well. Tillman Fertitta joins us in less than 20 minutes. Miles Dorn is also going to drop by today. He's not only an interesting story personally for sports-related reasons. His dad, Torin Dorn, played for Mac Brown the first time. I was there. I interviewed Dad Torin Dorn when Mac Brown was going 1 in 10 in the late 1980s. I hope Miles Dorn tells me that I'm not the first media member that has officially interviewed both father and son. I'm not ready to feel that old today. I got a lot of energy, Darren. I'm not really old by the traditional definition. That would make me feel a little bit older. I did interview Dad Torin Dorn. We're having Miles Dorn on the show roughly 60 minutes from now. His brother, Torin Jr., remember, played basketball at NC State. His dad played for his coach, Mac Brown, just like in a time machine in the late 80s. Now, Miles playing for Mac here in 2019. So we'll talk about how things go in that family when the Wolfpack and the Tar Heels play each other. That must be very interesting. Is Torin Jr. of the Wolfpack rooting for the Tar Heels as they host Clemson Saturday? I don't know how that stuff goes. He's a Wolfpack guy. What did Dad Torin do when the Heels played the devil, the, the Wolfpack w- during Torin Jr.'s years at NC State? I don't know the answers to all those questions, but Miles Dorn does. The UNC senior safety is regarded by many as one of the top 10 safeties available in next year's NFL draft. He is an all-ACC candidate for the Tar Heels as they host Clemson, number one in the nation, on Saturday. Beyond all that, Miles Dorn has a personal philosophy that he describes as live, love, inspire. Live, love, inspire. So he's clearly about more than football, and he's written and talked a lot about that. So we'll talk some football. We'll talk Wolfpack, Tar Heel rival. We'll talk about being the son and a star son of a guy who not only was one of the Tar Heels' best players when Mac Brown was here the first time in those early years, he played seven seasons in the National Football League as Miles Dorn hopes to make that jump at the end of this season as an NFL prospect. Can you beat that guest list, Darren? You exhausted, man. You should be breathing heavy. Houston Rockets billionaire owner Tillman Fertitta, UNC star safety Miles Dorn, 
David Cutcliffe of Duke, Greg McElroy of ESPN, also on college football. You okay? You okay? Do we need to get no, you I'm an great. Oxi oxygen machine? Oh, you talked about you being young. I'm fine. All right. It's good to hear. That's a nice lineup, though. I appreciate the hard work and the legwork that it took to get that stuff done. Your phone calls are welcome on the other side on the NHL, college basketball, and, of course, NFL and college football headlines of the day. More of my thoughts. Which of the triangle underdogs has the best chance of winning and why? State at FSU, Duke at Virginia Tech, UNC hosting Clemson. More on the Carolina Panthers as they head to Houston. Will Tillman Fertitta have a prediction as the Houston Texans host our Carolina Panthers on Sunday afternoon? Maybe. We'll talk more basketball with him than football, I'm sure. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We welcome your calls with those four guests later next on The David Glenn Show. Megan Rapino is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Not everybody wants to sort of uh, back up Colin Kaepernick. Why are things like that important to you? I think it's all of our responsibility to try to make our country and our society and ultimately the world um, a place that is equal for everyone. This is the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We have four amazing guests on the way, and one of them is right around the corner. It's not every day you get to talk with a billionaire owner of a professional sports team. Tillman Fertitta knows Chris Paul, just traded for Russell Westbrook, consistent success with his Houston Rockets, grew up in the Houston area, multi-billionaire with his own reality TV show on CNBC. He joins us live in less than 10 minutes. Miles Dorn of UNC next hour as the Tar Heels host the Tigers of Clemson. Miles has an interesting life motto, live, love, inspire. He is also an NFL draft prospect and an all-ACC candidate as the Tar Heels of Mac Brown host the Clemson Tigers of Dabo Sweeney on Saturday afternoon. Miles joins us next hour. David Cutcliffe of Duke, third hour. Greg McElroy of ESPN, third hour. I'm just going to give you my quick two cents on my college football question of the day, which is related to our state. As ECU fans are dealing with the news that backup quarterback Reed Herring, a junior, and backup running back Hussein Howe, a senior, both decided after four games that they're exiting via the transfer route. Uh, to me, it's just growing pains under a first-year coach, Mike Houston. Remember, the Tar Heels lost their backup quarterback to transfer as well after naming their young star, Sam Howell, the starting quarterback. It is alarming when two guys on the depth chart leave at midseason, but Mike Houston's track record everywhere he's been suggests that he can handle the tra transition in the longer run. I don't think the Pirates are going to be a good team this year, but they're 2-2 two and two out of the gate. Not good to see this. To me, Reed Herring has shown about as much as Holton Aylers, the starting quarterback at ECU. Holton is the highly recruited, maybe future sensation QB that the Pirates signed over a lot of big-name schools to keep him right there in Greenville. We haven't seen enough of that yet, but you might say that that's in large part because of a lackluster supporting cast for him on the offensive side of the ball. As the Pirates did level their record to 2-2, two and two, our stop in Greenville on the big tailgate tour was a lot of fun. As they move to week five on their schedule, around here you have some teams protecting undefeated records, 4-0 Clemson visiting Chapel Hill, 3-0 App State hosting Coastal big tailgate tour stop, 4-0 Wake Forest going to Boston College. 
Here's the outline for your consideration on the college football question of the day. Which of these underdogs has the best chance of posting an upset this weekend? UVA, my pick to win the Coastal Division, is 4-0. And I would argue the second best team in the ACC behind Clemson. Wake is the only other team that would have an argument for second place. I kind of have them third. UVA goes to Notre Dame. Cavaliers are a 12-point underdog. Is that your underdog pick this weekend? The other three intriguing ones are right here in our backyard. The Tar Heels are actually massive underdogs, as you would expect, to the Clemson Tigers. Last I saw, that was a 26-point line. So Tar Heels plus 26 is one thing. Tar Heels springing an upset is another thing. I would expect that as I ask you which of these four underdogs has the best chance of pulling it off, and we'll get to the NFL today as well, I'd expect the Tar Heels to get the fewest votes. At least if you're thinking as I'm thinking. All due respect to our guest next hour, Miles Dorn. I'll even ask Miles, how do you deal with what is about to invade Keenan Stadium? He's a safety. He's got to deal with Trevor Lawrence. He's got to tackle Travis Etienne. He's got to try to cover some of those wide receivers. They're all on their way to the NFL. It's going to be hard for the Tar Heels to be the right answer to this question of the day. But State is a five-point underdog at Florida State. And I believe that the Wolfpack's depth chart and confidence level is very comparable. Confidence level is better than the Seminoles. Talent level is lesser than the Seminoles. And FSU has been underachieving under Willie Taggart for a lot of different reasons. One thing I'd remind Wolfpack fans, if you're thinking of springing the upset, you're going to have to put some points up on Florida State. Whether it's the injured James Blackman, who looked really bad after taking a hit this weekend, or the Wisconsin transfer, Alex Hornibrook, Florida State has good to great quarterback play, an NFL-bound running back in Cam Akers, an NFL-bound wide receiver in Tamari and Terry. They're not great on the offensive line, but they can put up some points on you in a hurry. And the Wolfpack, remember, gave up 44 to West Virginia, which was not the most dangerous offense in the world. State could win in Tallahassee. They're only a five-point underdog, but they better put up a lot of points. And they haven't really shown that they can do that against a good opponent yet. We'll see. They've only had one opportunity. State minus State a five-point underdog at FSU is one consideration. Duke is just as good as Virginia Tech this year. It's not easy to win in Blacksburg. Justin Fuente, other than Willie Taggart, is probably under as much scrutiny as any ACC football coach. The Hokies will be fiercely defending that Lane Stadium home field on Friday night. We'll talk with David Cutcliffe later. The Devils are a three-point underdog. So like the Tar Heels, 26 points, probably not. State and Duke on the road, underdogs by less than a touchdown, worthy of your consideration. And UVA, the 12-point dog at Notre Dame. I personally don't see it. And y'all know I'm on the UVA bandwagon, man. I told you Tony Bennett was going to bring a national championship to that basketball program. I didn't know it was going to be last year, but it happened. And Bronco Mendenhall has done a similar climb-the-ladder building project there. Two wins his first year. He inherited not enough talent. He fell all the way to a 2-10 record. Next year, barely squeaked into a bowl, achieving beyond the preseason expectations next year eight wins and now this year not everybody picked the Cavaliers but we have them to win the Coastal can they go to Notre Dame and beat the Irish at South Bend I don't see it 
I will explain why, because I've watched the Irish, I've watched the Cavs. I'm not bailing on UVA to win the Coastal, mind you. I just don't think they're a serious, I don't think they're one of our best bets to go as an underdog on the road and get a win. State has a chance. Duke has a chance. The Cavs have a chance. I just wouldn't bet on it. And the Tar Heels, I guess dumb and dumber would describe it as, so you're saying there's a chance. But that is about as a, an uphill battle as we see among those four underdogs. Who has the best chance of pulling the Vegas upset? State at FSU, Duke at Virginia Tech, Carolina hosting Clemson, or UVA the 12-point underdog against Notre Dame in South Bend? We'll take your answers to that question of the day a little bit later. On the other side, a fascinating guy. He is the multi-billionaire owner of the Houston Rockets of the NBA. He is the star of his own reality TV show, Billion Dollar Buyer, on CNBC. He once took a $6,000 loan and gradually turned it into a multi-billion dollar empire that includes not only the Houston Rockets, his hometown NBA team that he bought after growing up rooting for them. He has a restaurant and hospitality company that owns more than 600 properties in 36 states in more than 15 countries he has a new book out called shut up and listen hard business truths that will help you succeed we'll talk about russell westbrook we'll talk about michael jordan we'll talk about former wake star chris paul who was a rocket these last two years but has been shipped to oklahoma we'll talk about a keep punching motto that tillman fertita has with his rockets and in his business ventures Sounds a little bit like the Carolina Panthers keep pounding motto. He also has a 95-5 rule that we'll ask him to elaborate on. And he is a man who has become known for Tillmanisms. They drive virtually everything that he does. We'll ask for some examples of Tillmanisms with the Houston Rockets multi-billionaire owner, Tillman Fertitta, next on The David Glenn Show. Coach Lou Holtz is joining us. What can you tell us about those four seasons in Raleigh? Everybody from North Carolina calling us Boo You and Agriculture You. And I remember walking in the press conference saying, I want everybody in the state to understand agriculture is better than no culture. Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is not only the owner of the Houston Rockets. Imagine taking a $6,000 loan and turning it into a multi-billion dollar empire, restaurant and hospitality company, but also your hometown Houston Rockets owner. He has a new book out called Shut Up and Listen that has been described as a wake-up call for most entrepreneurs they need this to kickstart their success tillman fertita welcome to the david glenn show how are you great david uh, glad to be here and y'all have a pretty good owner yourself and michael jordan yeah we've heard good things about that guy fun to watch him play <laughs> uh it's been we're, we're still rooting for him as an owner tell me this not every billionaire successful business person is intrigued by sports. We'll get to more of your business Tillmanisms and other things, but what was it about the Houston Rockets or the sports world more generally that inspired you to go from this restaurant hospitality guru billionaire to buying your own NBA team as you know, the one you probably rooted for as a child, the Houston Rockets? You know, it's really funny, but when I was in junior high, they were the San Diego Rockets. 
and uh, Elvin Hayes was their star player who went to the University of Houston that I was a big fan of. And so you just started watching Elvin at San Diego, and then they announced that they were moving to Houston, Texas in in, uh, junior high. And remember, they were – Basketball was barely on the AM radio back then in in the in the late seventies. So uh, it was it's unbelievable how far it's come in the last fifty years. But but uh, yeah, it, it was. I I have the same seats that I've been sitting in the last twenty five years. <laughs> center court right there, and and uh, so to buy your hometown team, you'd be surprised how many owners of of your you know, your major sports teams don't own their hometown team, own a team that just was came up. And I just never could do that. I'd look at different teams and uh, I I just wasn't in my DNA that I wanted to pull for that team that I grew up with. And it's, it's, it's a, it's the greatest thrill in the world. It's funny. Our hockey owner, Tom Dundon of the Carolina hurricanes is actually from Texas and our NFL owner, David Tepper, is not from North Carolina either. So you and guys like Michael Jordan are the more rare examples. Tillman Fertitta is joining us. Check out his new book, Shut Up and Listen. The word Tillmanisms has become famous. I guess people see you on your own reality TV show. You're the star of Billion Dollar Buyer on CNBC. So maybe we get some Tillmanisms there. People can buy the book for all the Tillmanisms. But what would be one good example you could share with us either for a sports fan or a young entrepreneur who wants to grow up to be like you? Well, the number one that I always talk about is there are no spare customers. And no matter if you're in one of my casinos or hotels or restaurants, uh, you got to treat everybody like uh, as a competitive world as it is. And, and uh, you know, another one is take the, da- the word no out of your damn vocabulary. Uh, you know, know your numbers, uh, be flappy. Uh, and on and on and on. Uh, and, and, uh, and this is how this book came about. Uh, Harper Collins came to me about 18 months ago and said, Hey, we watch your television show. We see you on all these business and shows, and, and uh, we read all these articles about you, and we love all these feminisms that, that you use and uh, to teach with. And, and uh, we want you to not write a life story, but we want you to talk about how you did it, how you grew from a $6,000 loan in one restaurant to be you know, number 150 on the Forbes 400. And so it's really a how-to book and, and the stupid mistakes that everybody makes. And it's every we're all in the service business and the hospitality business, no matter, you know, owning a basketball team. It's my job to put a good team out on the court. You being, a, you know, in radio, it's your job to take care of your listeners and make them want to listen to you because it's a competitive entertainment world. And and so it's just the little things that you do to, to be successful regardless if if you're you know an entrepreneur or a business executive or somebody just starting out it's as much as it's number one on amazon and self-improvement and business management so uh it's as much a uh, get up every day and let's be positive and do these things to be successful i saw one of the great early quotes from your book and i would have bet on only half of it to steal a casino phrase i would guess that billionaire tillman fertita I don't fear anything. That was part of your quote. The second part, I think, would surprise a lot of people. Uh, but I worry about everything. Why do you not fear anything but worry about everything? We don't think of you know multi-billionaire CEOs worrying about much. Well, I, you do, and and uh, I, I I fear nothing, and and I fear nothing. But at the same time, I do worry about everything. I 
you worry about hurricanes. You worry about is, is one of your players going to get injured? You, 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 you have to worry because I get one of my big things in, in, in the book is there's a paddle for everyone's ass. And, and, right, when you think every, and right when you think everything is perfect, uh, it, it's not going to happen that way. And, it, it, you know, an example is, is that, you know, look at the great Golden State Warriors but they were still only three and two in the last five finals. Right. Okay. That, that no matter what you think you've perfected everything for, and, you know, look at the new England Patriots, but you know, they, their two best teams were the two games they lost to the New York giants on crazy reception. Right. And, and, and uh, so you've got to prepare for everything. And as soon as you think you're better than everybody else, there is a paddle for your behind. Tillman Fertitta is joining us. The new book is Shut Up and Listen. It is selling like hotcakes, to steal the old phrase. Great for entrepreneurs, but of course, given Tillman's background as the owner of the Houston Rockets, there's a lot of interesting sports analogies and commentaries in there from time to time. One of them is the 95-5 rule, and what is usually a business application, you all actually kind of utilized to justify your recent trade for Russell Westbrook what's what's the 95-5 rule and how did that play into basketball well I mean it's something that I've always preached about business and you do 95 percent of everything right so look for the five percent and you know after the season we all sat down with basketball ops and coaching and we're, we do 95% of everything right. That's why we've been so successful the last few years. But what's the 5% we can do in our game to make us a better team? And and that's exactly what we did. And, you know, we felt like that, you know, we were able to improve ourselves by not only having one of the greatest shooters of all time and James Harden, but we also now have the greatest transition player of all time and Russell Westbrook. And, you know, I would sit there and watch Russell and when we were playing Oklahoma, and, and watch how he would get the rebound and take it all the way to the other court and before everybody else has even started their, their turning around and running down there. And, and uh, you know, he's just an un, he's on a different level as a transition player. And I think that it's going to totally change our game and make us a better team this year. Tillman Fertitta is joining us. The full name of the new book is Shut Up and Listen, Hard Business Truths That Will Help You Succeed. You can also follow him on Twitter at Tillman J. Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets and star of his own reality TV show, Billion Dollar Buyer, on CNBC. You use the word greatest there or one of the greatest and we just happened to have a syndicated statewide show specifically in North Carolina. And I know you only had him for two seasons, but what can you share about what we believe is one of the greatest point guards our state has ever sent to professional basketball? Former Wake Forest star Chris Paul, no longer a rocket, uh, but y'all were together for two seasons. And I know that uh, there's a lot of good mojo in both directions with that relationship, even as he's moving on. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I have to say, first off, let's talk about uh, uh, Chris Paul as a human being. He's one of the finest, nicest gentlemen uh, that I've ever met. I, I just as soon sit down and talk with Chris Paul as any business guy or anybody, any basketball player out there. And, and, and number two, it's, it's, it's real simple, okay? Uh, we won 63 games, the most games, or 65 games. I'm sorry, I don't want to take myself out of two games. Uh, 65 games the year before, the most games that we've ever won. And we won 53 last year. So in, the, in a two-year period, it's the most games the Houston Rockets have ever won in the regular season. And we wouldn't have done it without Chris Paul. 
and uh, I'm 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 so thankful for Chris and the two years that he gave us. And I think people people are going to be shocked that uh, even though that even though that uh, Oklahoma doesn't have Paul George or Russell Westbrook, I think they're going to be surprised at how good they are this year with Chris Paul. In our neighborhood, one more sports reference. We have a motto for the Carolina Panthers. They use keep pounding. One of your mottos in the business world and otherwise is keep punching. What does keep punching mean to you? Well, I think that what people don't realize is is that don't throw in the towel too soon. And I see so many people give up because things aren't going well and predators are calling them. And I think that until they lock you out of your office or lock your store or you can't make that payroll, and even then if you can't make that payroll, if you're able to do it yourself, do it yourself. And I think people can last a lot longer than they uh, think they can. So uh, just keep punching and don't give up until you truly are out of business. It's funny. Our Panthers play at the Houston Texans this Sunday. It's it's great that you're joining us today. I don't want to stop you short of uh, your next interview, but so be as quick on this as as you have to be. It's just good for most people to know that you once needed to borrow $6,000. Like, does that make you <laughs> laugh at this stage of your life? Because there's something inspirational in that, right? Well, it's all an evolution, and we all get, you know, every single person that's successful at anything, whether you're a professional athlete or, you know, a billionaire or, or you know, you have a statewide uh, a show. You know, we all started somewhere, and, and uh, you know, unless we're one of the tech boys, we, we don't get lucky, and all of a sudden we wake up millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> Mine happened very slowly over 35 years, so, uh, but uh, it ought to be a great game this year. You know what's really funny is the quarterback for uh, for uh, uh, you guys this week was at the University Kyle of Allen, Houston, yeah. and Kyle Allen only played a little bit. And this is a guy that was a pro quarterback and not a college quarterback. That he did not fit into the college game, but but his whole thing was he didn't even play basically his junior and senior year, even at the University of Houston after he transferred and and. And but he was on a different level than all the other quarterbacks. But it truly, it's hard to believe, and I, even for your listeners are out there. But this was a guy that his talent was for a professional team and not a college team. And I know that doesn't make sense to people, but I watch it with great college basketball players that don't make it in the pros, and another college basketball player that was not a great college player that fits into the pro game. And and so uh, you definitely have a special quarterback and. I can promise you the Houston Texans are definitely a little worried. The highlight of my day is that a man who bought the Houston Rockets for $2.2 billion and has a multi-billion dollar restaurant and hospitality industry just broke down Carolina Panthers details. I want to talk about versatility. He's also a best-selling author, Tillman Fertitta of the Houston Rockets. Check out the book, Shut Up and Listen. You've made our day, sir. Thank you very much for spending some time on the David Glenn Show. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. You got it. The book is Shut Up and Listen, Hard Business Truths That Will Help You Succeed. Russell Westbrook on the inbound for his Rockets. Chris Paul on the outbound for his Rockets. They have been one of the most consistent winners in the NBA. That's a pretty cool aspect of his story. He was born near Houston. Obviously, the Rockets came into existence during his time, I think he said, in junior high school. And you grow up to buy the team that you rooted for. I mean, come on, David Tepper didn't even get to buy the team that he rooted for. 
He got the Carolina Panthers. That's cool, but that's not the team he grew up rooting for. I guess when David Tepper was a child, the Panthers didn't even exist yet, right? Probably. Tom Dundon got his hockey team, but he didn't get either the hockey team of his birthplace or where he's lived in Texas for a long time. I mean, we're happy to have him here in Raleigh, but there's just something next level about he was born at the coast, Galveston, Texas, which is not exactly a Houston suburb, but I bet you it's less than an hour away. And you grow up and you borrow $6,000 and now you have your own reality TV show. And oh, by the way, you're the star of it. Billion dollar buyer on CNBC. I've seen Tillman Fertitta there. Houston Rockets owner, new book, Shut Up and Listen, a wake-up call, the wake-up call most entrepreneurs need to kickstart their success. $6,000 he turns into a multi-billion dollar empire. Think if he lent us, Darren, $6,000, like would he forget about it? Or would his attention <laughs> the probably six, the six thousand then? I have a feeling meant a lot. Yeah, the six thousand now. Did I lend Darren Vaught six grand? I think Glenn took me for six grand as well. I have a feeling when you don't fear anything, but you worry. I don't fear anything was the quote, but I worry about everything. If he's worrying about everything, there's going to be a spreadsheet somewhere. With your six grand and, <laughs> yeah. and my six grand, he's not letting the, you Good don't point. let the little th- you don't let the crumbs fall through the cracks. Otherwise, you don't become the multi-billionaire. Tillman Fertitta, appreciate him including us on his international book tour. We're back after this on the David Glenn Show. I don't want those damn dookies rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hating. If the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by a hundred. You're in fantasy land if you ever think NC State's going to make it back to the national championship game. So just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell. Keeping the peace in NC on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Fascinating dude, Tillman Fertitta in the books. Three great guests later, Miles Dorn from UNC. His dad played for Mac Brown at the Tar he- and the Tar Heels back in the late 80s before going on to a seven-year NFL career. Miles is an interesting guy off the field, lives by the motto, live, love, inspire. He will explain that in more detail. He'll tell us what it's like to be in a household where his own brother played basketball at NC State. We've seen him, Torin Torin Dorn Jr., that would be, playing hoops for the Wolfpack. Torin Dorn Sr., roots for both sons, of course, and will have his allegiances back for his alma mater on Saturday afternoon as number one Clemson visits UNC. Keenan Stadium is the venue. Miles Dorn is on the NFL radar as an ACC safety that has a chance at all conference honors, listed in a lot of the NFL draft guides as one of the better safeties available in this year's draft. We're going to get to your phone calls on the other side. I'll give you a quick update on the question of the day. Which underdog has the best chance this weekend? And we've talked about the three triangle schools, but also we're throwing UVA in there because the 4-0 Cavaliers are visiting Notre Dame. So far, NC State, a five-point underdog at Florida State, is getting half the vote. That's the best bet of an underdog to spring an update, at least to spring an upset, at least in our statewide audience so far today. So half the vote for the Wolfpack. Second most votes for Duke going to Virginia Tech and beating the Hokies. Third most votes, UVA going to Notre Dame as a 12-point underdog and beating the Irish. I don't think, it's, it's hard to compile them all, 
Twitter, email, and otherwise. I don't think I've seen a vote for the Tar Heels yet to upset the Clemson Tigers. Carolina is a 26-point dog. You can answer that question of the day. Which of those four underdogs has the best chance of winning this weekend? Some of you want, on, on, want in on the Carolina Hurricanes. Their trade of Justin Falk, their regular season opener, is just eight days away. I will see you there. We're bringing you the David Glenn Show live from PNC Arena as the 2019-2020 season launches. College hoops on our radar. The Kansas scandal. Coach K and the Duke players met the media for the first time earlier this week. Carolina has late night with Roy this Friday night. NC State's in the news for reasons good and bad. Kevin Keats's returnees, good. The Mark Godfrey era scandal, bad. There's an update involving Dennis Smith Jr. from the Raleigh News and Observer. Wake Forest is entering year six under Danny Manning, and Danny Manning has six more years left on his contract. What should we make of that dynamic? I will offer my two cents, and we will welcome yours. More NFL. Week four begins tomorrow night with my Eagles visiting the 3-0 Packers. Your phone calls, too. 1-800-849-2761. Miles Dorn in 20 minutes. Your calls are next. The great difference between sport and capital E Entertainment and capital S Sport is that we don't know the outcome. And that feeling of uncertainty, positively or negatively, is unique. We are quoting Bob Ryan the way I would quote, you know, Aristotle or Confucius. You're listening to The David Glenn Show.